Welcome to the Inner Glow podcast. My name is Stepanka and I am a clinical hypnotherapist and your empowerment coach. Each episode is designed to help you feel empowered, confident and to help you create the life of your dreams. I help women to overcome their fears, worries, insecurities and anxiety so that they no longer feel like their life is on hold. I believe that it is time for you to step back into your power. I combine hypnotherapy, spiritual mindset principles with the energetics, which I believe is the perfect blend for a modern day woman. Are you ready to shift your life to the next level? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful, beautiful souls. It's Stepanka here. Welcome to the Inner Glow podcast. I am so grateful that you are tuning in today. And before I dive into today's topic, I would love to paint a picture for you. I would love to share my vibe with you because I am buzzing. I am feeling really great right now because I have just announced the winner of the Inner Glow podcast giveaway that I have been running on Instagram and Facebook and it just reminded me how amazing it feels when we give, when we share joy, when we share gratitude and I want to share gratitude with you today because I so appreciate every single one of you listening right now and I also know that many of you have been recommending this podcast. I know that many of you have been sharing it on social media or just sending links to your friends and I just want you to know that I really really appreciate it and I also see it. I know I don't obviously know about everything but I also know that many of you just spread the world the world (laughs) the word (laughs) And many of you invite your friends into my Facebook community called New Earth Women as well. So thank you so much. I love you and I I am so inspired and encouraged by your support, by your words, by your feedback and so on. So yeah. That's just a little note because I'm literally buzzing with gratitude right now and this is the kind of vibe and energy I love to be in when I'm recording a new podcast episode as well. And to be honest, I have been really thinking about this episode for maybe like four to five days now, but I haven't had my hell yes signal to go and record it yet, so... Perhaps this is the perfect moment for me to record this. And uh, obviously, like this would be a totally different topic, but all of us have a different ways we receive intuition. And for me personally, and you know, I'm sure for many of you as well, I, I do feel it in my body either as a hell yes or hell no. So I was waiting for this signal to go and record this episode. But the thing is, I'm not really prepared for this episode. I have got like a few little notes in front of me, which I'm not sure whether I'll be even able to read because 
The inspiration for this podcast episode came to me, like I said, maybe four to five days ago. And it was just before I was falling asleep. You know, the kind of moment when like your head all of the sudden starts thinking <laughs> and you feel inspired or you receive some kind of a an inspired idea or something you've been thinking about but couldn't really put your finger on it all of the sudden things just fall in place so this is what happened the other night so I grabbed my journal and I started making notes and then it wasn't complete it wasn't complete for a whole episode and I literally just made bullet points and then the same thing happened the next day and the next day so I feel like um yeah like the universe was giving me a few notes <laughs> every single evening and honestly they are all over the place right now but I just want to keep the energy moving flowing I want to share this with you so today's topic the, the main topic for this episode is for me to really share 20 habits ways of thinking tools or rituals that have shifted my life throughout 2020 and if you are listening to this in 2021 or 2022 that's fine like these are still valid tools but I have been reflecting upon 2020 and I have been doing a lot of things differently I have really expanded as a person I have become someone else like I'm a different person than I was last year and I I know that especially now like at the end of one year we can feel the pressure of like I have not achieved it I have not ticked off all the things from my to-do list and you know we can feel really shitty about it but I want to highlight that what really counts is who you are what kind of person you are and I bet that you have experienced some uncomfortable challenges and maybe you have not hit all your goals maybe you have like I do have a client who has literally hit like every single thing of her list but I also have clients who have experienced things they never thought they would face but both of them are important and I hope you can see it and this is perhaps like the first lesson the first um, way of thinking that I adopted this year so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna write it down so I'm already sharing the first one so basically it is about shifting your perception it gets it's so easy just to look back at things and see what you have not done what you have not achieved what you failed at and so on but the thing is all of those things challenges or so-called failures and happy moments made you the kind of person who you are right now so celebrate yourself for who you are celebrate that you embody this kind of person right now and even if 2020 felt like a disaster for you um still find like the lessons or not just the lessons but also um also how Things that have stretched you the most made you even stronger. Like, like when diamonds are created under pressure, the same thing happens with us. That's not to say that the pressure is always required. But it's the power of our attitude and 
perspective that makes the difference how we feel about what has happened. So this is the first shift in perception I have adopted this year. And to be really honest, this shift in perception mainly started like on the 31st of December 2019, a night I spent journaling all night long. Because there were just things, blocks, um, self-sabotaging patterns, I just felt I could not break through. And the plans didn't work out how they should have on that night. I ended up being alone while my other half was at work, while a friend I was supposed to see got ill. So I had the whole night, um, you know, New Year's Eve, for myself at home in the flat. And I remember feeling really annoyed to start with. Then I decided to really look at things differently. And during that night, I experienced such a shift in perception about the previous year, about my self-sabotaging patterns and so on. So change in perception. I am willing to see things differently. I am willing to see everything through the eyes of love. And when you do it, then you will see everything that has happened up until now as a building block. And you are building a castle, right? So don't throw away the past building blocks just because I want to forget about it. It was a freaking write-off and no, it has made you the kind of person who you are right now. And when you acknowledge it, when you see it for what it is, you're not going to repeat the same pattern. You're not going to attract the same kind of energy into your life again. So this was number one. Another lesson I have started embodying more fully this year is to celebrate other women. And it's not to say that I did not wish anything good for other women in the previous years, but I feel that this year there was such a huge shift in in my life when it comes to not seeing women as a competition. Because I feel like so many of us were uh, brought up thinking that other women are against us or that we should compete with each other and if she is successful then she's taking that success away from me and if I want to achieve something it needs to be just me not other women and when I was really feeling into this I I was brought back to my school years when you know teachers would rate us and put our names down in yeah, they would like put our names on a list from the best classmate or, you know, students to the worst one. And I feel this is where many of those insecurities come from or we get ra- um, we get praised and rated and, and so on. And somehow there is that kind of mentality in our society as well that if someone is, let's say successful at one thing or they have got something it's like if we can't have it but the opposite is true and I I had known this on a logical level before 
but uh, throughout this year, and I will explain what shifted would really help me to fully embody it as well. I feel that I really started seeing like abundance and that's not just money. I mean abundance like in relationships, um, love, friendships, all kind of things and money. Um, I started really seeing it as an unlimited resource because that's what it is. And if it's unlimited, if you really believe in that, then you know that when another woman is happy and perhaps she has got the thing you want and you don't have it yet, that's a sign from the universe that is coming your way. And I really started embodying it. And I would go and make the effort to congratulate other women, to celebrate them, to cheer them on and be really genuine about it. And it becomes infectious. When you celebrate another woman, it the energy expands, it gets amplified and you feel inspired. So this year, for example, what changed is that I joined a mastermind of women. So on a regular basis, I have group calls with other women who do similar things like myself and we work on ourselves, we work on our businesses, we work on our visions for the world and so on. And it's just so beautiful. It it helped me to really be happy for them, even if I'm not there yet, for example. And that applies to many different things. Um, and I have recently also took part in a wonderful three-day retreat. It was a virtual retreat, unfortunately. But I, I just really changed during those three days. But this really brings me on to my third point for uh, this for this episode, which is that I worked on healing the old sisterhood wounds. Because all of us have been betrayed by other women in the past, whether it happened in this lifetime or any other lifetime. And I know many of us carry wounds from like the witch hunts when other women, you know, were tortured so they would, you know, tell on their friends even if it wasn't true. So it really broke like the sisterhood bonds we used to have. Or um, there are other other ways how we obviously created sisterhood wounds. And I feel I've been carrying some for such a long time. And some of you know that I used to have a friend who really hurt me. And um, it took me a long time to open up. And I thought I have healed it because I've practiced so much forgiveness towards her. I have... Um, I have done loads of forgiveness and cleansing rituals and I thought, okay, well, I'm open to other women, I'm open to other women, but I don't think I really was. And it was during this retreat when I really realized I kept holding back. I found it so intimidating to share my own fears, insecurities out loud in front of other women because part of me was still worried about like, oh, other women are not to be trusted. You should keep this for yourself. Just share just the good stuff. Don't share the bad stuff. Like, yeah, yeah just, just be cool. Play it cool. <laughs> the truth is, when you are in a group of women and you open your heart, wow, magic does happen. 
that all the other women will mirror certain things back at you. But you will also see yourself in their own eyes. And I cannot really explain this, but opening up, sharing more, listening truly to them as well has helped me to heal my sisterhood wounds this year. And I feel like I've done such a such a big progress in that area. And in the past, I used to block myself from receiving like more friends, like friendships that would actually last. And this year, like I've been building some, some um, really great friendships and I'm so grateful for it, not just in my mastermind, but also in other ways. And this is really what gave me the inspiration to, for example, hold um, the workshop I'm hosting on the 27th of December, which is called The Portal and why I decided to hold it in a group. Because there is something powerful about one-to-one work and really intimate, right? But there is also some kind of a magic and inspiration that happens when women do the work together in a group environment. It's like the energy of every woman uh, links and they connect and they create a bigger momentum and more shifts and... Um, All of that happens all at once and if you share, if you voice something out loud in a women's circle, like that is incredibly powerful and it charges you up with energy, you feel for other women and this really then helps you with my previous point I shared about celebrating women, like you want to celebrate them even more. And the thing is, uh, one more thing around like celebrating other women, the thing is when you see that something is possible for her, you know for fact that it's possible for you. Abundance is limitless. It's a limitless stuff that can't be switched off, but you block it off, you close yourself off from receiving it by not like being happy for other people and it can be hard to start with but do it celebrate them um, cheer them on and this really just gently brings me on to the four fourth tip um, the, the other way of thinking that I started implementing a lot this year and this is to create a ripple effect of positivity basically this brings me back to um I don't know how long ago this happened. I was just having a really rough day and I I couldn't be at home anymore. I felt so trapped in my home. I'm like, I need to change the environment. So I took my handbag, went out by myself, went in a cafe, got myself a hot drink. Actually, I got myself really strong coffee by mistake. <laughs> I'm not used to drinking coffee and I felt really really um, (laughs) hyped afterwards Uh, but that's a story for another time Um, and I sat down in that cafe and I grabbed my phone and I was still feeling shitty (laughs) and I just started sending loving messages to all the women I care about and these were not fake messages. No, I genuinely appreciated the things I love about them. I voiced it because sometimes we take things for granted without really voicing them out loud. And I took my time and oh my God, within minutes, I felt better. I felt 
<laughs> I felt great. I just remember walking back home. Obviously, this bloody coffee made me feel crazy. But I was just so pleased. There was so much gratitude I really felt. And there are two things that happen. Not only you create a ripple effect of positivity because these women then feel happy, inspired, and you know your message could have made their day. But also, you this is like a real life gratitude list instead of writing it in your journal you are voicing it to women straight away and they so it's it's just like a gratitude list and you are reminding yourself of how blessed you are by knowing all these wonderful people not just women people in general so uh, my next tool or advice or thing that I really embodied on a whole different level this year is emotional alchemy. And some of you know that this is just such a big part of my life that I even created a program about it. Um, but a life-changing program. <laughs> but feeling your emotions is incredible. It's so healing and every time we disconnect ourselves from our feelings and we numb ourselves or we don't give ourselves permission to embody and feel the so-called bad emotions um, we are literally blocking the flow of abundance into our life and things become so much easier when you start processing emotions when you allow yourself to feel them to experience them when you give yourself the healing time i call it the healing period when you don't rush yourself into like taking action straight away doing something about it right now trying to fix it because like the tendency to go and fix it like so i don't have to feel it so i don't have to go through this that's a very masculine thing while emotions are feminine and they need to flow you can imagine it as an energy that needs to flow through your body and when we push it down we just keep it stuck there so i was giving myself permission to cry when i needed to cry to feel upset when I felt upset instead of trying to fix it straight away. I need to find a tool. I need to find something that will change it straight away. And amazing things happen. Like you move through those phases of feeling upset with so much more ease. You move through it quicker. And then like something shifts and you receive inspiration about what's the next step. Or you stop snapping at other people all the time because you are like trying to push it all down. You hold it, hold it, hold it. And then there will be the last straw and you will either explode or, or you will feel totally overwhelmed. So uh, my, my advice for you is really to feel what you need to feel from a moment to moment. Communicate it when you feel it. Um, do something about it, allow it to flow through you, give yourself that space because it's much easier to deal with feelings and tears from today than from the past 10 years for yourself and for other people in your life. And I think this is where like the feminine gets the reputation of being overly emotional. That's when we hold it back. That's when we push it down. That's when we don't give ourselves permission to really feel. 
So another way of thinking that I have adopted this year is to see every struggle, every challenge as something which will be part of my success story. And maybe right now, right now when I am still processing emotions, when it doesn't feel like it, when I'm in the midst of it, it doesn't look like anything good. It doesn't probably feel good either. So what if you shift your, again, it's like the change of perception, isn't it? What if you change your point of view and choose to see this as just a small aspect of your success story? Because every great film, every great movie has got the moments when maybe the main hero is not like all bouncy and happy all the time. But overall... The film is good, the film is amazing, the film is just mind-blowing. But because of that small part, you know, you don't have to. You don't have to see it as a write-off. So it's really about just affirming to yourself that this very moment, one day you will look back at it and you will see how this was an important part of your future success story. Maybe right now, when we are in the midst of it, it's hard. It's only in hindsight when we are able to see why it happened, what kind of lesson it gave us, maybe how this struggle, struggle moment set us up for our biggest success. And again, shifting your perception always. That's what helps us every single day that's what helps us in difficult situations and how we can get through them a lot quicker so my seventh tip for you today or something i have really done uh, this year a lot is to declutter and you might be like oh my god i've heard this many times before but i get it because i had heard it many times before as well but this year I have done it maybe three times. Three times I would say I did like a big declutter. And every single time something great happened afterwards. So it was worth it. And actually today is the 20th, 20th of December. And I know I will do one more declutter before the end of the year. So when we declutter, when we release things, when we give them away, Let's say you reorganize things in your household, you get rid of the clothes that no longer fits you. Um, when you move things around, like you always move energy, you create space for more fresh energy. And it's the law of vacuum that says that every time we create space, the universe will fill it in with something even better. So there you go. I... Um, know that I would like to go through my wardrobe again this year, especially through some of my drawers, and I will release, let go, and loving it, lovingly um, give those items away. And I am also planning to do um, the same thing in the front room with our drawers there, and uh, a bit in the kitchen and bathroom. Um, the thing is, it does not have to be scary. It does not have to feel overwhelming if you split it into small segments. This is what works for me. So um, this year, what I did, when was it? I believe like May 2020, I did just bathroom. 
all I did was like drawers in the bathroom and the other cupboards there and like places where I've got cosmetics. That's it. And I was happy with it. I was like, okay, one thing per week. Then the next time I did like the paperwork we store in the front room and so on. So you can split it in doable segments. Another thing I did differently this year, and I believe we are on number eight now, is that I invested in myself big, big time. And I am so grateful for it. And by the way, um, not just money, but time, energy, but like on a whole different level. I have also invested financially in myself like like I never did before um, and it has changed my life it has definitely changed my life big time I invested in the mastermind I'm part of which was life-changing and I can't imagine my life without it now um, but I realized the other day what made the big difference like before I would be really worried about like paying money um, into just myself into my own personal growth and in in like getting support as well because that's what it is isn't it like we getting more support and I realized that the issue was not always money while yeah it was sometimes in the past and I'm gonna also say how you can invest your, in yourself when you don't have the resources yet. So bear with me here. But I realized that the thing that used to hold me a lot was that I wouldn't trust myself. It was hardly ever about trusting the other person, let's say a coach I wanted to work with or a therapist or a teacher, a mentor, shaman or whatever, or my Reiki teacher and so on. I was always worried and not trusting myself enough. Am I going to make it happen, so to speak? Or am I going to follow through on the things they suggested? Am I going to take the next step or is it going to be just wasted money? So this year I really did invest in myself big time. I mean, I made a big decision in February to um, sign up for the mastermind. And then I, in March, I took a course on breath work, which was life-changing. I have done a lot of different things this year. I have taken three great, um, like, smaller programs on money and wealth creation. By the way, if you do want any details on those programs and courses, I would recommend, because I always share only things I would recommend, then let me know all of these like breath work, money work, wealth creation, time, um, business mastermind, like I can always recommend those, but they might not be relevant to you, but I'm just sharing what I've done this year. And yeah, so I really invested in myself money, but I also invested in myself time. And that's the thing, if you don't have the resources right now, and it really gives you a lot of stress and you know gives you a headache just thinking about it right now just keep dreaming definitely play with the energy of when like I hire my own one-on-one -on -one support or I'll become part of this and that but also invest the time in yourself and I did it this year as well not only during lockdowns but 
like overall I would make the time to go and spend 30 minutes doing breath work or I would um, I would give myself love and energy I needed. So it's not always about investing money in yourself, but it's about investing time and energy in yourself. And if you have, for example, children and it feels like, oh, I don't really have much time to invest into myself, then again, like do it with an intention. And I think this is so important. Like everything needs to be done with an intention. Spend money intentionally. Um, because then it's not really spent, it's invested. Um, invest time in yourself intentionally. It could be five transformational minutes, but it needs to be done with an intention. So 2020 was really a lot about the inner game, about getting support, about investing the time in myself. And um, talking about investing in yourself, I have really been consistent when it comes to reading this year. And funnily enough, I got into reading a lot again last year, well, the, December 2019, the last month. And I feel this is really when I like got into that momentum and I started building that momentum behind my back by reading like throughout the end of December into January. And then I uh, just kept reading at least like I would say two new books every month but I think like even one book would be enough or even something like something is always better than nothing and I I I am just blown away how how it impacted me like I, I've always been reading books but like being really consistent this year with reading learning has given me a lot of inspiration certain things started falling in place to me and I've been doing um, like a short meditation every month and I would ask my higher self my guides uh, the universe to help me choose the right book for me and with some of my private clients I have been recommending them books as well every single month and this year and I was doing the same process I would ask um the universe to guide me to the book the information they need right now during this month and I I've been blown away like my clients would tell me like oh my god this is the exact book like this is the information I needed like this is really resonating with me and what is happening for me right now this week or this month and that's the thing like we are always guided, but we need to ask and we need to receive the answer. So I thought that was another interesting thing that happened this year. And I know I will continue doing this next year and beyond. Okay, now we are already on number 10, which is great because we are like 30 minutes in. And I would love for this to be under an hour. Let's see. But number 10 is a big one stop putting your head in the sand and do the things that feel uncomfortable and whenever you do that let's say you have this task this this thing that needs to be done and you've been putting it off for so long or perhaps it's an uncomfortable task or a boring task and you keep putting it off it literally blocks you energetically and 
whenever you face it, even if it's uncomfortable, something will shift. Like the universe will support you. You will receive more abundance. You will receive more support. You will receive more love. Like you will create a flow of energy in your life. And this could even include like having an important conversation which you have been putting off for a long time. It could be about sorting out your paperwork. It could be about doing your accounting, bookkeeping, looking at your numbers, checking your bank accounts. It could be about um, learning something or a project you've been working on and you've been procrastinating on it and really get real with it. Like do the work, eat the frog, you will feel so accomplished. It could be a healthy habit that you know you want to do, you know it's good for you. And what has really worked for me is to do it early in the morning or like the first thing. Unless, unless, um, there is an exception, unless it's like a really lengthy, lengthy task. So you could... Um, do it the first thing in the morning and then you will feel so accomplished for the rest of the day. Like the energy will shift. If it's like a big thing that you've been putting off for a long time, uh, let's say like a conversation or a project or something, then make time for it. But like schedule it like now. And if you are listening to this podcast before the end of the year, and if there is a chance that you could still do it this year and without like hustling extremely, but you know, um, do it because that will give you such a kick of energy. It will give you such a boost that you will start 2021 feeling so good because we don't want to pull the plug out really. So many of us do it at the end of every year, like, oh, you know, it's only two weeks still the end of December like doesn't matter now just wait for 2021 oh yeah it's like it's like the magic of the next year which does not exist because the magic is within you and within the present moment by the way if this is something you would like to do then definitely check out my upcoming workshop called the portal because we will do so much of this work there as well because it's just like the perfect ritual ceremony to close off 2020 and transition powerfully into 2021. Another great tip is to do forgiveness work whenever you feel like something is stagnating in your life. And I know if you've been on this podcast for a while, you have heard me say this before. So you are like, oh, forgiveness again. I've heard that. I've done it. I've done it two months ago. So why you keep bringing it up? But the thing is, like, you can't ever do too much of it. And every time I feel like I'm stuck, every time I feel things are not moving, they are not shifting, I would go and do forgiveness. And funnily enough, I had a session early on today with a client and uh, I actually guided her through a forgiveness meditation within the session because it was such a big thing. She wanted to really be supported, do it, get help and it was so powerful and when she opened her eyes like you could tell her energy was different i can't explain it but she felt so much lighter so relieved and the fun fact is that when we first connected on the call i've been working with her for a while by the way but 
when we connected on the call today, her intention for the call was totally different. But as we were talking and working our way through it, like this thing came up and it needed to be released. Like forgiveness was key for this. So now we are at number 13. Yay! A lucky number. <laughs> so um, my next tip and thing I have been embodying a lot throughout 2020 is to get used to finishing things. And this is similar to what I have shared a minute ago about um, about eating the frog and doing the things that you don't want to do, but you know you need to do them and it will, you know, help you move forward. Um, so this is similar, but different in a way. So basically, create a bigger sense of momentum by completing things, by following through. And these could be really little things, but it's important how you relate to them, how you... Um, phrase it to yourself. So I'm going to give you an example so it actually makes sense because right now you might not be really knowing what I mean. So let's say you always say you will do something but then you never do it. Oh, tomorrow, you know, in the land of tomorrow where everything could happen but very often nothing happens, is tomorrow, yeah, I will... I will have salad for lunch or I'll make myself a homemade soup instead of eating in the work canteen again. Um, tomorrow I will, yeah, I will actually walk to work. That's it. And tomorrow I will also call my friend and I will finally get this thing sorted, for example. And then tomorrow comes and nothing happens. So get used to doing the little tasks when you say you will do them because you will feel so accomplished afterwards. And the little trick I usually recommend to my clients is to affirm it to yourself whenever you are completing something. Whenever you said you are going to do something and then you actually go and do it. So let's say you say to yourself, oh, today for lunch I'll actually make myself my own sandwich instead of buying one. And then you go and you make that sandwich and that might be a little thing for you, but you will affirm it to yourself. Right now I am making my sandwich and I said I was going to do it. And the same thing. Let's say you say, oh, after I work out this morning, I'll go and have a shower. And then you're having the shower and it might be a no-brainer, like it's no big deal for you to have shower. But then you will again say it to yourself in your head. Oh, I said I was going to do it and I am doing it. So basically you are rewiring your mind and you are programming it for completing things, for keeping the promise to yourself because this is how you build trust in yourself. And when I talked to you earlier on about how I used to hold myself back when it came to like investing in myself because I didn't trust myself. This is it. Like I didn't trust myself that I would actually do go and do the work because in the past I had history of like procrastinating and, you know, living in the tomorrow, tomorrow land. That's the same thing. So this little trick will help you to change your programming, your mind, how you feel about it. And you can really reward yourself 
for doing and completing the little things like this, like making a sandwich. Oh, I'm making a sandwich. I said I was gonna do it and I'm doing it. And next time you will see it will be the big thing when you say, oh, I'm gonna take the bin out. <laughs> I hate taking bins out. And then I'll go and do it. So I'll, you know, another proof. So basically you are constantly building and creating a huge list of evidence that you are respecting your word, that you are sticking to the things that are important to you. So it's really about keeping the promise to yourself that you are going to do the things you said you are going to do because you know that those things are good for you. And we are at number 14. And number 14 is to celebrate yourself more. I know I talked about celebrating and cheering others on, but now it's also time to celebrate you. We so often wait for external validation for when other people will acknowledge us, for when other people will recognize our successes, our big achievements and so on. But we cannot wait for others. We cannot expect others do something we don't do for ourselves. Otherwise, we are then relying um, on others for our own happiness. So start celebrating yourself. Acknowledge the things you do. Tell yourself how proud you are of what you have achieved. Because look how far you have come. Look how far you have come. Celebrate it. There is always a reason to celebrate. And when you celebrate yourself you create more reasons to celebrate. You will attract more things into your vortex. And I used to have a big issue with celebrating. And I know my coach would say to me like, oh, you know, celebrate yourself. Well done for getting through this. Well done for overcoming this. And I would never do it. And I'll tell you why. I used to worry that if I celebrate something, let's say an achievement or something I've done, something I feel proud of, and I'll celebrate it, I will repel it. Or what if something will go wrong and it won't be true anymore and I will look like an idiot or I will be disappointed with myself. And this is it. This is the big thing, like that fear of being disappointed. And when... You know, what it boils down to is that fear of like, I'm going to find out that I'm not good enough. Like if this thing fails, if this will happen, so I'm not going to really go into it fully, if that makes sense. So we are often holding back because of this fear. So go on and celebrate yourself, appreciate yourself. Yes, so we are at number 15. And number 15 is all about communication communicate things with others. I really started started voicing my own needs, my own feelings and everything else um, more boldly. And it feels so good. It feels so good instead of holding things inside of me, instead of pushing my own voice down and trying to ignore it, trying to just please others. I, I've been just releasing so much of like being a recovering people pleaser, really owning my own opinions, even when other people won't really like it. And I feel like I'm making more and more peace with it as as I work on it, so when I feel upset, when someone hurt me, I would communicate it, not in a manipulative way, but in an empowering way. And, 
you just feel lighter like you you are less likely to create dense energy around you and this just feels so good i just cannot recommend this enough because it it will change your life and your relationships when we don't communicate things when we hold things inside of us when we don't say what we really feel when we are dishonest to other people we are quietly building inner resistance to the other person and towards ourselves as well so speak up voice things in a loving way share your opinions don't hold back when it comes to your own ideas if something has upset you share it to the other person again not in an aggressive way but in a loving way and you will feel good and the other person will feel safe with you because they know where they stand with you um, as opposed to when we hold it back hold it back hold it back hold it back and then we explode and we share the things from like ages ago and then the other person doesn't feel safe with us because they don't know where they stand because we've been holding it inside of us for so long so that never feels safe for another human being number 16 like another tool or another way i i've been working on my well-being this year is to give myself flexibility i used to be so rigid when it came to my morning routine when it came to the habits i do the well-being habits spiritual habits and so on and i would have such a strong structure with things but this year i really allowed myself to flow to be okay with not doing things the same way as i used to to be able to um have flexibility and freedom when it comes to my morning routine i don't have to do the same thing every single day i don't have to feel the same way and so on and that's really coming back to like emotional alchemy and really recognizing that you are not a canal you are um you are an ocean so you go through ups and downs you go through ebb and flows and therefore your habits will also change and shift as you transition through different things in your life as you work your ways through different feelings and so on so liberate yourself from rigid structures that don't serve you but this point itself brings me on to number seven sorry 16 which is the synergy between masculine and feminine energy so i've been working with this a lot more this year and it is really about having some kind of a masculine structure which could be um, a to-do list it could be the way you plan your day it could be having an overall vision that motivates you but also having the feminine flow within it so that you can be open to receiving unexpected inspiration so that you can be open to receiving unexpected abundance surprises things from the universe that you could have never planned or even thought about so yeah find balance between it don't create rigid rigid structures that don't serve you and then 
which don't support your flexibility and feminine flow, but also have some kind of a structure that will help you to contain the beautiful feminine energy that likes to flow. So if I were to use an analogy for this, it would be really the river. Masculine energy are the river banks that give you some kind of a direction. So this could be a vision. This could be goals that you are working towards. It could be like knowing what you want for yourself in the future and so on. And this is what really holds the river together. But then the energy within it, the river flow, the water, that's the feminine energy. So it's still flowing and it's still molding and shaping the riverbanks. River, oh my God, said it funny. <laughs> riverbanks. And, uh, and yeah, but without it, it would be just an empty valley without the river. There would be no flow. And if the river didn't have the banks, it would be a puddle. It, it would not be a river. So we need both. We need the synergy between feminine and masculine. So apply it to your goals, apply it to your lifestyle and have that masculine support, but also space for that feminine flow and sparkle for that feminine inner glow. And now we are at number 17, which is really simple, really quick. Ask for help when you need it. Reach out to other people. You don't have to do this all along. When you are having a rough day, when you feel like you need support, ask for help. Ask a friend to support you. Message a family member. Really do it because sometimes we do the opposite. We want to hide. We want to hold it all together. We want to get through it alone. We don't want to show our weaknesses. And, and yeah, so we simply live like hermits in a way when it comes to our emotions but magic happens when you when you share things to another human being when you receive support and this really goes back to what i shared about healing the sisterhood wound and being able to really openly share that perhaps right now things don't feel really epic and i need help i need to chat to someone i would like to voice it out loud i need someone to support me i need help so my next tip is actually a full-on embodiment tip and it is i believe we are at number 18 now and it is to be fully present in your body because this is incredibly powerful it feels good and it is when you are so deeply connected to yourself and it's also when you um really ward off unwanted energies as well so especially if you are an empath if you are a sensitive person you are most protected when you are fully present in your body and sometimes we can have like a fearful relationship with our bodies but actually your body is not just your temple it is your tool it is your channel it is incredibly important for your lesson here on earth for your mission here on earth so um see it as a friend rather than an enemy and really commit to be fully present commit to fully inhabit Inhab sorry, I'm, I got myself confused here. <laughs> really make a commitment to fully inhabit your body. 
so that you can be more present and more joyous. So one of the ways how you can do it is to really engage all your senses. Um, it could be to notice what you can see, what you can hear, what you can taste, uh, what you can smell. Um, it could be about scanning through your body and really becoming present, like feeling your toes, wiggling your toes, moving your legs, moving your hips, and really be aware of every single movement. Scan through your body. Recognize that your consciousness needs to be present in your body. Because we so often do the opposite. Our consciousness is floating about. It's all over the place. But the thing is when your spirit is not fully present in your body, then your body is open to other things as well. Number 19 is a really quick one. And it's to spend less time on your phone. I know. This is not something revolutionary, but I started doing no phone hours and it's the time when I simply put my phone away into a different room. I have got the sound on so I would know if someone called or something important was happening, but I allow myself to do other things because it is such a habit, such a destructive habit for us right now that it can keep us stuck, help us procrastinate and so on. And my last tip, number 20, is to recognize that procrastination is more expensive than failure. So if you've been holding back when it comes to your soul calling, if you have been procrastinating from a fear of failure, fear that maybe you are not good enough, maybe that, um, I don't know, maybe that you could be judged by other people if you don't get it right and trying to get it perfect and so on recognize that actually procrastination is way more expensive than failure because even so-called failure is just a beautiful learning experience that might just help you to get it right next time so follow your soul calling follow your hell yeses that might scare you but excite you at the same time and beautiful souls, if you're listening to this before the end of 2020, I would love to invite you to my one-day workshop that will change your life. It's the kind of workshop where you will energetically close of 2020. We will create so much magic. You will release, you will let go of, you will shift your perception around everything that's happened this year and Use it as a powerful building material for 2021 and you will guide, sorry, you will map out 2021 from the bottom of your heart, working with the quantum field, activating the particles of the things, experiences you are calling in and way more. It will be so epic and I cannot wait for you to join us. Thank you for listening. If you loved this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star iTunes review. Share it on your Instagram stories or recommend this podcast to your friends. For more high vibes, live trainings, well-being tips and loads of fun, come and join me in my Facebook group called Empowered Women, Shine Bright and Be Yourself. You can find the link in my bio. You can also follow me on Instagram at stepanka underscore Kuralova. For more information, go to the show notes. Loads of love.